Friends in Recovery, the Addiction Recovery Podcast, is brought to you by the Friends in Recovery Community, a thriving network of individuals who are fighting back against the stigma of addiction. Join our hosts as they speak up about the real issues of addiction, treatment, and recovery. Friends in Recovery, the Addiction Recovery Podcast, is available on Facebook, Podbean, iTunes, and YouTube 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Now, here are your friends in recovery. Welcome, everybody, to the Friends in Recovery Podcast with Jersey Ed. I'm your host, Jersey Ed. That's me, guys. Along with my two co-hosts, Buckeye Bambi. Nope, that's not Buckeye Bambi. Nope, no, sir. No, Buckeye We do have Blundering Beth on here now, and we'll tell you why in a minute, why she's called Blundering Beth. But Bambi is in Florida doing some Florida things today, so she'll be back next week, guys. And it is Adventure Month here on um, Friends in Recovery podcast. Um, So we're going to talk a little, we're going to try to work in um, some adventures, (laughs) excuse me, some adventures into, excuse me, guys, this week's topic with Rob Hooper. There he is. He's our guest today. Um, He's going to be talking about the- Giant Rob, Giant Rob. Giant Rob. Oh my God. God, I'm choking to death here. Um, Rob's going to be. Some water. Uh, yeah, I know. I've been drinking water. So um, I'll have to go to the bathroom. I have to stop the whole show just like Beth. I can be just like Beth. I'll just stop the whole show. <laughs> you know, we love you, Beth. <laughs> We're kidding. Um, Rob will be talking about spiritual principles seven, eight, and nine today. Um, Rob comes on every quarter. He is our special guest. Um, just like Jeff Zazel or Zizel last Zizel. year. Zizel was. Um, I know him. <laughs> I've known uh, God. I've known Jeff for twenty years. And I can't even pronounce his last name. I can't even talk today, guys. Let alone pronounce anybody's name. So stay tuned for some great recovery, amazing recovery. Um, the uh, podcast hotline is if you want to uh, leave a, a message or get a hold of us and say hello. Uh, is 800-989-6504. Um, and remember, that's a non-emergency hotline. <clears throat> um, if you can email the show at help at friends and recovery podcast.com, go to our website. That is all there where you can donate and all that stuff, the, the emails and all that, friends and recovery community.org. Or directly email each one of us here. Um, well, Rob, um, maybe we, if you want, we can put your email up. If not, get a hold of me and Beth um, right below our, our faces here. You'll see our email addresses and send us um, whatever you want to send us. Um, <clears throat> Beth, did you notice I didn't say anything about an intern this week? Thank God. <laughs> well, Why? We don't got an intern yet, just to let you know. Um, oh, she froze. That's not good, but I'm going to keep going. Oh, there she is. So Carl was editing our show last week. And as um, I was doing something, he goes, dude, stop talking about the bikinis. The girls are pissed. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) And, uh, so I said, he said, they are not happy. You're talking about interns with bikinis. So, I need to stop talking about intern with bikinis. And <laughs> so that was that was due to Carl that that he he told me that. So there will be no more bikini clad interns anymore. Thank so. you. Thank you. <clears throat> Carl. 
I appreciate it. <laughs> um, let's see. Look, look for us all on our social media, friends and recovery communities. And don't forget to like, subscribe, share, and hit that little bell to let us know that uh, that we're coming on. What is it called? What is she paying me call? Or what is the the internet world call it? Sus- not subscribe, uh, alert you, alert you that our podcast is. There we go. So um, <clears throat> hearts, you're going to Bambi's not here. So don't bother. Um, <laughs> yeah, never bother. Black hearts, Beth, of course, her black heart is up there, but you can't see it because it's beneath her. There you go. There it is because it's beneath her black shirt with her black cat on her shirt. So Be- Beth is all geared up for her darkness today and me jersey ed blue hearts rob of course red hearts because he is our guest so that heart will be up there we'll let's give I rob thought it was yellow See the <clears throat> yellow day we can do a yellow heart too whatever <laughs> carl puts up there so and i'd like to thank all the donors who made this show possible don't forget friends and recovery podcast is part of the fire network for more information on that go to friends and recovery community.org to make a donation and um and see what the fire network is about. Uh, okay, guys, it's that time of the show with some sober shout outs we have going on. Um, Rob, because you are a guest, do you have any sober shout outs today? Well, as a matter of fact, I do. I want to shout out my sponsor, YL, who celebrated 24 years on July All right. 3rd. Wow. July 3rd. Awesome. Yeah. How many years? 24. <clears throat> 24 years wow all in a row or did he skip a few and as far uh, as i know all in a row all right picked up one (laughs) there you go and i think i believe in this program they're supposed to be consistent right yep okay all right okay holidays all of that all that so there's no there's no uh, what do they sick call it? In, uh, yeah, no sick days, no <laughs> mulligans, no, no nothing, right? No, okay, no. all right, all right. So far, so good for me. Then I got it pretty much straightened out. So, um, <laughs> well, congratulations to your sponsor, Rob and Beth. Do you have any sober shoutouts? No, no. She's like, no. I just barely got here. Give yourself a sober shout out for getting here. Uh, 20 minutes late. <laughs> late it and all. That's right. <laughs> hey, leave me alone. Today is bewildered Beth. She yeah. looked bewildered. Perfect. That, that would have been, I'd be like racking my brain as I was late. <laughs> That's okay. We're busting your chops. Um, all right. So no shout outs today. I have a couple shout outs. Uh, first shout out is going to go to a person here on the show, Rob Hooper. I would love to give a shout out to Rob because he was, correct me if I'm wrong, employee of the month last month. Is that correct? At his job? All right, Rob. And uh, you deserve it, Rob. What? 20 years waiting on that, right? <laughs> just a minute, just a little <laughs> yeah. while. Well, I've worked I worked with Rob for about 17 years and uh uh you know, he's he's a wonderful guy, wonderful employee, wonderful um spiritual and great 
great person to have on on anybody's side. So we uh, we we appreciate you coming here on the show, Rob, and uh, being part of Friends and Recovery community. Also, guys, real quick, um, Rob does host a meeting every Friday night. It's Celebrate Friends and Recovery. It's a um, more of a Christian. Um, is that what we would call it, Rob, or a, yeah. a, a Christian a meeting? Based. Yeah. Yeah. So please don't uh, donate, please yeah, donate too, but um, stop by and see Rob on his meetings, seven o'clock Eastern time. And all that information can be found out in friends and recovery org. So my other shout out is to um, <clears throat> SoberPod, of course, because SoberPod um, does a lot for us. And uh, if you want to go listen to their podcasts, um, Turn the dial to the left a little bit, go on California time, and you'll hear Chelsea and uh, Carl. And also Carl's book, um, please go buy it. There's going to be a link below. It's 366 fucking days sober, right? And um, it's a great book. I don't know if, Rob, you have it yet, but... Uh, I don't. But I would suggest you don't use it on Friday nights. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's a really good book. It's called 366 effing days sober that's where you would find it and the link is here um below in the show notes guys so please reach out um and grab that book for carl carl does talk a lot about us on his show um and we are good friends the shows each the sober pod and friends in recovery we are good friends uh, we do a lot of good things together we do a lot of help carl carl helps us tremendously on this end of things and um I don't do shit for him. So no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, Carl, Carl and I talk uh, a couple of times a week. He's a great guy. Also uh, a friend of mine, Joe uh, S stopped by today. He was on Facebook live. Um, just go listen to Dayton strong recovery. One Oh one. It's been, a, been a minute since I've, uh, I heard from Joe and and Joe, welcome. Uh, it's, it was good to see you. And uh, don't forget, we have twice daily A meetings on Zoom. You can find them at our website again, friendsandrecoverycommunity.org. And that is it for this. Oh, no, we have one more thing. It's, it's that time, Beth. It is time for question, question of the week. Question of the week there it is all right thank you for that explosion there um carl <laughs> <laughs> um so the question of the week is <clears throat> um what has life taught you recently guys what has life taught you recently rob oh no you know what we're gonna go with um with Be uh, bewildered beth bewildered but blundering beth Blundering, bewildered, blundering, Beth. Wait, what? <laughs> She's like, huh? I'm not even here yet. I, I didn't even wake up. What has life taught you recently? That I am completely fucked without God. <laughs> without a what? Without, without God. Oh, well, without God, yeah. We're doing this step process and... Uh, we're in step two and we're supposed to do it for two weeks and I extended it for another two weeks because I am in this process in my core um my core um yeah I'm nothing without God and Amen. if shit together here uh I could drink so I don't I don't want to do that so yeah good good I love that answer that's a great answer God, nothing without God. Hmm. And now you change it. I don't know what's going on. Is that what you, your name is right now? Yep. 
Okay. So it's, I don't know what's going on Beth today. All right. And she couldn't, she couldn't do life without a God. And I'll have to agree with her with that one. Rob, what's your um, thoughts on uh, what has life taught you recently? Yeah. I don't know if it's so much that uh, it's a new teaching, but it, it definitely was a reminder this week. If you want to make God laugh, make plans. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. That's it. That is a good lesson. Been reminded, I am truly at His mercy. Yeah, get to be a willing participant, and with that, I get to choose if I'm going to go along the journey with joy or Mm -hmm. complaining. Ah, this isn't working out. That's not working out. So the reminder (laughs) for me is like, go with the flow. Absolutely. Go with the flow. And, and that that's a good answer, too. It's it's, uh, you know, just just let go. Let God is that that's what we say in the rooms. Let Mm -hmm. go, let God. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, My answer to that question, what has life taught you recently is it's basically the same thing. Let go, let God. Um, The other thing, too, is that I've come to realize that um, I like helping people. You know, Um, I enjoy helping people. No matter what I do, it was between my job or whatever it is, that's I believe that is my purpose to life is helping people, whatever way, shape, form it is. If it's a homeless man on the street, if it's, you know, saying hello to somebody in the store, if it's hopefully here on the um on the podcast, whatever it is. Um, and, and I know I've been doing this for a long time, but it really just occurred to me that this is what my life purpose is. You know, that's what and and I fulfilled it or I'm fulfilling it as we speak every day, you know, and, and that I couldn't ask for anything better. But again, God has kind of guided me through all this. So um, so that's my long answer to a short question. <laughs> so um, today, guys, is the um, the spiritual principles um we're working on step seven eight and nine and we're going to bring uh, well rob is here we're going to we're going to start talking about step seven eight and nine so step seven um spiritual principle is humility step eight um is brotherly love and the spiritual principle for step nine is discipline and um the reason just to let me refresh your memory the reason why we bring rob on is because about two years ago, he gave me a handout when I was down there visiting. And Rob is huge with the spiritual principles um, in his teachings and his um, and his counseling where he works at. And um, I really um, didn't know any of the spiritual principles until Rob handed me this sheet. And uh, Bambi's like, let's bring him on every quarter and let's go through three spiritual principles. So, um, you know, Rob, do you want to start with humility? What what your thoughts are on that? Give us some some uh, background on it and we can share. And you only have three minutes left now. So no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, we, we are short on time, but I will say this real quick that um without looking at the spiritual principles, what am I really doing with the steps? Because it's all about applying this principle, the principle to my life. So with humility, you know, when I look at that, it's um, as essential to my recovery as food and water is to life, Mm. air is to life. Uh, Without humility, I am dead in the water. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a difference, I will say, also between humility and humiliation. Mm -hmm. No, um, don't want to be humiliated anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, With humility, uh, I get to remain teachable, vulnerable, and open, you know, and that's 
something that humility means for me. So with my shortcomings, I realized, you know what? Like I cannot do this similar to what Beth was saying without God's help. Mm. You know? So I realized that what's big for me is um, seeing me just as I am, not greater than, not less than. Mm-hmm. Realizing that I'm whole, perfect, and complete, you know, and really, really <clears throat> affirming myself in that way. I'm not wholly strong all by myself. I need help. Mm-hmm. I'm perfectly imperfect, and I'm complete with God and with other recovering, you know, um, addicts and alcoholics in my life. You know, so the biggest part for me is asking God, please help me with how I cause harm to other people, Mm. because oftentimes I can't see it. And so it's not simply just about praying, God, do this for me. It's about me being willing to be honest that, hey, I've caused harm. Mm -hmm. Here's what I see, you know, the ways in which I've done it. Please help me do this. And one of the ways for me to do that is also ask other people, hey, <laughs> where do you see me showing up causing harm to other people? Mm-hmm. You talk about humility, asking someone, you know, to uh, tell me where I'm falling short. I want you to tell me how great I am. You know? <laughs> yeah. How about this? Even when you do that, sometimes I'm like, oh, stop, stop, stop. You know, so I'm goofy sometimes, you know. Uh, don't cut me down, but don't, you know, applaud me too loudly in front of other people. Um, you know, it's funny that you say that. There's a friend of mine that when <laughs> people with time through the work, through the 12-step process, he um, he asks them to do that at the beginning of the process, to seek out three people that that are in their lives, that are active in their lives, and say, like, where am I falling short? What do mm-hmm. I Look, look for and look at in myself in this next run through. So I love that. I'm trying to find a, uh, hold on guys. I'm just, Oh, here it is. All right. So I was trying to find the definition of um, hum- humility. Um, and it's, it's pretty, it's exactly just what you said, Rob. Um, Cause I'll be honest with you guys. This is an honest program. I'm like, well, what's the difference between humility, humiliation and humbling and, you know, humility, whatever. And the definition for humility is freedom from pride or arrogance. Like how perfect is that? Like freedom for, cause that's what we, I shouldn't say we, that's what I ran on when I was using is that, you know, like, like you said, Rob, you know, what's in it for me? You know, how do I look? How can I, you know, how can I make out from this? You know, what's, you know, you know, when we, when, when I, talk to somebody or did something for somebody what's in it for me you know so now with the humbling experience of just doing things like i said before um with um with you know me understanding that i'm here to help people without looking for something in return you know Mm -hmm. that's what life is about um and and that's very humbling you know so um so humility that is that is step seven um you also on this sheet you have not uh humble um not proud of um of what the hell is this not proud of i can't even read it anyways meek modest and lowly insignificant um and i don't think that's meant in a bad way on that sheet right rob it's more of a just lay low don't 
don't boast, don't beat your chest, don't, you know, don't take the the billboards out how great you are because it all comes back with when it within, you know, when we do things without recognition. Yeah, well, what I'll say with that is being able to appreciate both my assets and my shortcomings, my Mm. limitations, and being okay to say, you know what, I do this very well. You know, uh, I'm really great at this over here. This over here, I'm not so good at. Can you help me with Mm -hmm. it? So there's a way to do that without saying, yeah, all (laughs) that when it comes to this, you know, but acknowledging, you know what, I am strong in this area and in this other area, I'm definitely limited. So I definitely (laughs) need some help. So yeah, asking for help is a humbling experience. Yeah. Um, And, and it's, you know, it's, it's what we, I mean, I ask for help every single day because I'm not perfect. You know, I'm not, I'm not that guy who's arrogant. I'm not, I mean, Maybe I am. I don't know. It depends on who you're talking to. But, um, but I, you know, I, the, I, I asked for help whenever I could. You know, it's 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 a learning. Number one, it's a learning experience. That's what I get from that. Number one. Number two, um, you know, it's it's just part of life, you know, from asking for directions to whatever, you know, I don't know, whatever it is. So um, we're going to we're going to move on to the next um, uh, step, brotherly love. But Rob. I just, I wrote down dead in the water without humility, right? Okay. What did you mean by that dead in the water? Who knows when I wrote that, what I meant by that? Uh, <laughs> oh, no, when I said, so, so. Yeah, you just said well, it just we, the, yeah, yeah, before. When we yeah. opened up here, I thought you were referring back to something else. No. Um, dead in the water without humility. In other words, if I'm not willing to, like you said, ask for help and recognize where I fall short, then I am doomed Mm. to either continue to cause harm and more than likely I'm going to end up using again Mm -hmm. because I don't even realize how I'm falling short, how I'm hurting other people. And it's almost for me, this is for me, impossible not to uh, slowly go back down that road. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's essential to me as a dry drunk at the Mm -hmm. very, very bare minimum. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love that. I'm dead in water without it. Really, it's and, you know, it just speaks like volumes that, you know, like the way life could go if we decide one way or the other. And it's a simple this way or a simple that way. Right. And and our lives can be changed unbelievably any way we go. So dead in the water without, um, you know, humility is is right on is definitely something that I can. I can definitely understand. So uh, let's move on down to step eight, Rob, to brotherly love. Now, um, I don't quite understand brotherly love or or maybe just kind of kind of go over that with us um, and, and just kind of, uh, you know, explain the brotherly love for step eight. Yeah. So in step eight, I'm taking a look at <clears throat> and it requires me to be honest mm-hmm. how I've hurt people, how I've caused harm. And so with brotherly love, you know, we're taking a look at repairing the wreckage of my past, Mm -hmm. you know, taking a look at who did I harm and how did I harm them? Mm -hmm. Did I harm them emotionally, financially, physically even, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, how did I, you know, hurt this person in some shape, form or fashion? Mm -hmm. And am I willing to now right that wrong? You know, Mm -hmm. so this isn't about jumping into step nine. It's just, am I willing to make this list 
to take a look at, you know, how I hurt other people. And it's about uh, me beginning to heal from within. And so that's why, you know, I've said it so many times that these steps are divinely laid out in order because uh, in step seven, I took a look at the importance of acknowledging my shortcomings that, mm -hmm. you know, well, who am I to judge someone else, you know, because look at all of the crap that I've done. So mm -hmm. in step eight, now I'm saying, you know what, um, here how, here's how my uh, shortcomings have impacted mm -hmm. people. And you know what, it's important for me to get this right with them. Who did mm -hmm. I hurt? So looking at brotherly love, looking at, you know, healing relationships. Um, wait a minute, even healing in terms of mm -hmm. society, because I drove like a maniac. You know, so brotherly love is, hey, Rob, are you willing to be courteous and let someone in? Mm. You know, are you willing to drive the speed limit? Mm -hmm. you know, is it OK, you know, if somebody does cut you off and it scared you and I think you need to go after them, you know, because mm -hmm. wait a minute. You've done that, too. By the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that's where brotherly love comes in, both personally Got it. and in the community. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, and, you know, because because step eight is uh, make a list of hold on, or, uh, step eight is uh, make it a, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to. So that's why I was a little confused. Why brotherly love? I guess it starts within, right? The brotherly love. So we can project out in step nine. Yeah, and a lot of times, you know, we think about the other people we've harmed on mm -hmm. to put on the list and not ourselves. Yep. And yep. so the healing, you know, begins with me so that I can do it with someone else. I Absolutely. have a guy that I still have not made a financial amends to um, almost 30 years ago. And, and I just thought about, because of this podcast, someone that I could call so that I can make that amends, mm -hmm. you know, um, mm -hmm. because it's important for me to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Here you have also to feel, <clears throat> feel a passion, devotion, or tenderness for, and then here's C, uh, well, cherishes A to feel passion, ten tenderness, and devotion. And then on C that you have on this sheet, it says to take pleasure in, can you explain why, why should we take pleasure in brotherly love and making a list who we have harmed? Should we take pleasure? In? Yeah. I remember when I fucked over them and I yeah, stole money from them. Yeah. That was the coolest. That's not what that means. Right. <laughs> yeah. Not, not even close. So now yeah. we're talking about taking pleasure in. I am being so transformed that when it used to be all about me, mm. now it's about how can I connect with someone else? So for me again, it's the difference between, you know, me thinking I need to perform all the time and it's all about me. And now it's about connecting with someone else uh, because this disease is all about isolation, mm. you know? And so now I can find pleasure in connecting with people where before I was like, man, did I screw this over person over? What did I do there? So I was removing myself or still doing the tap dance to make you think everything was okay. Mm -hmm. Or I'd flip it on you in a mm -hmm. heartbeat, you know? <laughs> Hell yeah. If yeah. you hadn't said that, I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. So I can take pleasure in connecting with the people even that I harmed, mm -hmm. you know, because I'm not living like that today. Yeah. And that's where step nine comes in when we, when we, you know, kind of make the amends, but um, also when we're, when we're making that inventory and understanding what's going on, um, we don't have to look at, um, uh, we don't have to look at other people 
like, oh my God, did I say that to Rob? Or didn't I say that to Rob? Or once it's out in the open, and of course we're going to make mistakes and we always have to go back and, and apologize every once in a while. That's um, step 10. <clears throat> that's step 10. But next quarter. <laughs> yeah, that's next quarter. That's it. Yeah. Um, but you know, with um with with this process, we don't have to do that anymore. We can shake hands, look each other in the eye, and be okay with the past and and see where our future is going to go together. And that's what that's what's amazing about the about the brotherly love there. So mm -hmm. um shortcomings, one thing that you said, Rob, shortcomings um that impact impacted people your shortcomings impacted people um before we move on to the next step um and beth jump in here if you if you feel like anything you need to say or um because i don't mean just to direct it towards uh rob but um shortcomings that impacted people talk a little bit about that your shortcomings that impacted people did i stump you me or no rob 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 oh oh i thought you were talking to beth I'm no sorry. i told beth to jump in anytime um, she wants yeah yeah you know so so um how about this more recent um term that we use ghosting people mm. you know so um with ghosting someone and i'm really becoming more and more convicted with this particular shortcoming so someone's reached out to me and I haven't gotten back to them, you know? And so I don't know about you guys, but when I've reached out to someone, a couple of days go by, a week has gone by, now mm -hmm. two weeks, I'm wondering, did I say something to them? Are they just ignoring me? <laughs> and so now I feel put off, you know? And so ghosting, at, you know, for me is insecurity. It's, it's not being sensitive to someone else's feelings. And so that's how, you know, my shortcomings affect someone else when I'm not willing to simply follow through and acknowledge their call, their text, uh, the form and, you know, mm -hmm. however they look to reach out to me mm -hmm. and people pleasing, yeah. you know, because I'm not being honest with you. I'm being manipulative and deceitful at best, mm -hmm. as opposed to saying, no, I didn't appreciate you saying that. Or no, you know, that's not okay with me. And now I'm harboring some anger and resentment mm -hmm. towards you. And then now all of a sudden you say something and I snap on you because mm -hmm. I wasn't willing to be honest in the beginning. Yeah. So people pleasing is another one. Yeah, absolutely. Do you still have shortcomings? 100%. They don't go away. This is not about walking on water. Uh, and, and that's why we have step 10 to take a look at where we that's fall. Right. Sure. So, right. you know, they don't go away, but they are arrested, you mm -hmm. know, and, and, and just like active addiction is arrested, my shortcomings are also arrested, but they rear their ugly head, particularly mm -hmm. when I'm not spiritually fit. And that's why it's important for me to do some of the spiritual things that I do Absolutely. So that I'm taking care of me and not causing harm with my shortcomings. Especially when that guy cuts you off and gives you the finger, it's all your fault and you got to take a deep breath. And uh, yeah, I mean, that you know, you were explaining that before. It's like that first initial reaction is like, yeah, let's go get them. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, that mm -hmm. split second and, but that's what all this, the, these principles teach us. Like, nope, that's not what I'm going to do. That's not the brotherly love. That's not how we do right. this. Right. Because number one, it could end up bad for me. I can get shot, killed, beat up, whatever. And number two, it could, could be not ending good for them too. So why even engage in anything like that? But 
yeah, we have this disease called alcoholism, which can and makes us think differently and go in different directions. Um, but we have these um, these these spiritual principles to bring us back to that um, to that center, I guess we we can call it. Yeah, so. that, I would say center is good because we're talking about this spiritual growth. I I would even say this spiritual awakening that in essence really happens even before step 12, because man, when I look at, you know, how I've harmed people, you're talking about an awakening. When I take a look at writing this list to connect with people, to repair the wreckage of my past, mm-hmm. um, it requires some spiritual growth because I'm looking at some ways that I've harmed people. And now I get to look at me without continuing to hold on to the guilt of how I've harmed other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Let's go over to step uh, nine, made a direct amends to such people whenever possible, except when to do so would hurt um, them or others. And that is discipline and justice you have down here. So we, 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 at the beginning, we were talking, let's talk about discipline. (laughs) Yeah. So so Um, why, why would you put discipline over justice? I mean, justice, you know, if you want to, why would you do that? Yeah. So, you know, with with discipline, um, again, now I'm taking the action to actually go to someone and I want to be mindful and and I don't want to do this step without first talking to my sponsor and talking about what this amends is and how am I going to go about doing it? Is it going to cause harm to a third party? Because if I go to someone you know, wanting to cause harm. And then they say, well, hey, wait a minute, you were with such and such, Mm. you know, which may have been their husband or their wife or best friend, Mm -hmm. you know, so then that means they did that to me too, Mm -hmm. because I Mm -hmm. robbed them, but, you know, their wife or husband let me in because they knew (laughs) where the money was, you know, and and they were the alibi because they were with (laughs) their significant other, you know, so again, when we're talking about discipline, how do I actually go about doing the men's you know, so I'm not going to do it, you know, 30 days sober because I'm feeling, you know, better, but also guilty. And mm-hmm. I want to relieve mm-hmm. myself of the guilt. So that's really total self-centeredness to the third power. And now mm-hmm. I'm sober and I'm still causing harm because I'm saying, hey, what I did to you was wrong. And I'm not even taking into consideration how I'm saying it, what I'm saying it, because, again, I'm being impulsive, another character defect. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I call myself being spontaneous and I'm led by God, you know, because who <laughs> this person is. But God made me do it. God made me do it. Yeah, yeah. He told me to do it, but yeah. I haven't worked on me and I haven't worked with my sponsor on how to go about doing it. Mm-hmm. I, I like what you said, and and this is something that um, a lot of people want to do immediately, like is you know, they want to jump to, you know, step uh eight and nine. Um, they want to go make amends. They want to apologize, but there's a reason these steps are in order. So when we get to these steps, we're prepared to do this, right? People are like, you know, when you get in a rehab, I'm going to apologize to everybody. You know, I can't tell you how, I mean, you sit with the clients, how many times you probably hear that, right? I'm going to apologize to everybody. As soon as I get out of here, they're going to know I'm sorry and blah, blah, blah. But that is what you said feeling guilty that's the guilt coming out that's not the not not the 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 process of the step work it's the guilt coming out because when you get to this step you shouldn't feel guilty you should feel relieved you should be be able to move on and be okay with 
not not with what's going on with them, but okay with what you did and where you stand with people now, not how they look at you and how how you stand in their eyes, because yeah. we don't have no control over anybody how how they're going to look at us when when we when we make our men zero. We we don't we it doesn't matter if they hate us, doesn't matter if they love us. It matters that we keep our side of the street clean and and not do it again, right? Not do it again. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> I think too that it's by the time we're to step nine. <clears throat> It's not about us anymore. Mm. We've we've come to this is my personal experience when I get to step nine. When I'm in step eight, it's really about becoming willing, right? It's about that humility of becoming willing to put my stuff aside and say, what did I do to this person? And what do I have to do to make it right? So when I go to make amends, it's not about me anymore. It's mm. just not even about me anymore. So it's like I go out there, I make direct amends, and then I ask the three questions when I'm done, which are, is there any other way that I've harmed you I'm not aware of? Mm-hmm. Tell me how this made you feel, and how do I set these matters straight? Mm. Like, this is about you, not me. Like, that's what step eight is about <clears throat> me, and step nine is about you. I agree, absolutely, but we can't control what the outcome is going to be of the people because we have to keep our side. Of the and, street and, and that's where step seven comes in, recognizing, you know what, here's my shortcomings. Other mm-hmm. people have them too. Yeah, so absolutely. like that said, you know, this is not about me. Mm-hmm. And step seven shows me, you know what, because it's always been about me. I've heard people, you know, so by the time I get to nine, a lot of that has been cleaned up and that's yep. where the discipline also yep. comes in because we're human beings, you know? So sometimes, you know, emotionally we'll, you know, be overtaken. And that's why this is a spiritual program because mm-hmm. we're inviting God all the more, even into step nine, God help me do this. You mm-hmm. know, I started doing it in step three. And so I best bring him into step nine or I'm going to be hijacked by another show. Mm. So I love how Beth also <laughs> brought in the three questions in one particular. You know, how can I make amends to you? That like yeah. this is what I want to do. You talk about humility. Mm. Uh, once again, <laughs> you know, because yeah. we have no idea what someone is gonna say. Mm-hmm. And you know, step nine also reminds me that you know what. It's important for me to be disciplined because in the back of my mind, I may say, now after I finish, now you tell me how mm, you're gonna do yeah, you know? yeah. And you like, have to be you have to be ready for that. You you know, like you know what they say. Unless it's something exactly. and like this is like the one clause my sponsor puts in. If somebody asks you to do something like, Well, I want you to give me a million dollars for pain and suffering, it's like, well, I mean, that's not legit. Like <laughs> Take right in our official stance is supposed to be. I need to. Can you give me twenty four hours? I need to have a conversation with my sponsor and and get mm. with, and then I'll let you know. I like that. Yeah, yeah, I like that. And and I get to remember that you know I'm not someone else's moral compass. They mm-hmm. may say something crazy like yep. a million dollars, yeah, yeah. you know, because of whatever's going on with them. Uh, I'm a big advocate of waiting 24 hours. Mm -hmm. If someone starts to pressure me, you know, you need to tell me right now, that raises a flag for me. And generally I'll say, hey, I need some time. And certainly Mm -hmm. some things are, you know, urgent, but, you know, when I'm making an amends and you're telling me, you know, this is what I need right now, you know, uh, I made an amends 
to a college uh, uh, friend um, at a reunion a couple years ago where I owed them um, $300 because, or $150 because I dove on her car while I was drunk and I meant to hit the hood, but I hit the windshield and it shattered. Jeez. Oh, oh, man. And, and she was like, you got to pay for that. In my <laughs> drunken stupor, all I could come up with, what do you think I am, Houdini? <laughs> you know, I can't fix that like abracadabra, you know. Um, but check this out, the justification. I found out that she was a doctor and I was like, well, she makes more money than me, you know? And that was so long ago. I did more research and I found that insurance companies, they'll replace it, uh, you know, through insurance and they don't have to pay for it. And I said, her parents paid for it anyway, but that's not what step nine is about. No, not at all. Cleaning my side of the street. And again, that's where the discipline comes in. Yeah. And and that's where step seven, eight, and nine, like you said, we can't enter these steps feeling guilty, right? We we just can't, you know, when when we're especially the the eight and nine. And I like what you said, Rob. And we're gonna end here in a minute. Um, God help me do this, right? What a great prayer going into these steps. God help me do this. Simple but super effective, right? And and it puts us in a an amazing mindset that I'm not in it this alone. I'm not, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to do what I need to do when I go through these steps and um, go through life. Basically, God help me do this, you know, and uh, you know, what's uh, Beth and, and, and Rob, your thoughts on, on that statement on God help me do this. And in, in the three, the three spiritual principles we were speaking about all, day, we'll- all day long, there's nothing I can do. There's nothing I can't do with, without, with God, there's nothing I can't do with God. Mm-hmm. And if God brought you to, it'll bring me through it. And the will of God will never bring you to a place where he can't protect you. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like it, it's just, it's always going to come back to God. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, absolutely. I don't yeah. know. What's- and, and, and I can't really add more to that, you know, because in step three, you know, I made this decision and, and, and the preceding steps has reinforced it. So why would I not want to bring them into step nine? Mm-hmm. You know, like, that doesn't compute. Mm-hmm. I'm asking him to work everything out, you know, from really step one on, but really getting into it in step three. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's all the more important that, again, with humility, like, really, God, I'm not able to do this without you, without mm-hmm. causing more harm. Yeah, absolutely. Without causing more harm and 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 just kind of running our life. Now, I, I know what you, I, you said before. Um, uh, you know, when we make plans, uh, God laughs. Is that is that what you said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So the, the way I hear it, the way I heard it, and the way I I I use it now is, um, I make plans and God guides my steps. Right. Yeah. Um, that is how I look at it today. I do like that. I mean, it's it it's it's true. Yeah. It's like yeah, you know, like yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But. But, um, you know, I do make the plans and and God does guide me. And you know what? The guidance may be way over here instead of what I'm thinking, you know, especially in these three steps, especially, you know, in step nine, you know, I'm thinking, all right, they're going to, this is going to be great. You know, everybody's going to, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to be the king of the hill again. That's how we have to come in here. We have to come here under step seven's um, spiritual principle, humble. We have to come in doing this no matter what is said. No matter what is asked of us, we need to be humble. We need to just 
um, kind of move on and, and know that we did what we had to do in, in these steps. So, um, guys, great show. Um, thank you, Rob, for thank another you, great quarter. You, we appreciate it. Beth, thank you. Bambi, we miss you. Bambi is doing some house stuff and we miss you bambi and get it going uh, bambi i mean you right. all kind of changes boy her spiritual uh opening is gonna be massive oh you yeah yeah I, I i wanted to hear her because you know all of us have a little bit of time in our under our belts and bambi i love hearing bambi's perspective you know from that newcomer i mean you know 18 months she actually celebrated today too so oh uh, wow yeah okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. but she's way ahead of her time but i still love to hear that that That's fresh so new yeah, express yeah, you know yeah, yeah. on that piece so oh, man. Um, <laughs> we miss you bambi so guys um rob thank you so much we'll see you in another three months to to right. celebrate the next three uh three spiritual principles and beth thank you for uh coming on late and and having technical problems belated and belated beth and all that <laughs> beth this show would not be complete without you doing any of that and i mean it that in a good way all that beth okay <laughs> it's coming from my loving heart <laughs> You know I love you. <laughs> oh, God. All right, guys. Well, we're going to close this show, and you know how we do right. that. Stay sober, everybody. This concludes this episode of Friends in Recovery, the Addiction Recovery Podcast. Follow us on Facebook for past shows and updates, and enjoy free access to twice-daily support meetings. Friends in Recovery, the Addiction Recovery Podcast, is available on Facebook, Podbean, iTunes, and YouTube, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week.